I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. Hello, friends, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Unbreakable You podcast. It's Meg here, as always, and we are in a brand new month. Happy May. Is anyone else absolutely blown away that we are already in May? Scott and I were just talking today, like we both, I was out for a walk and His work is really close to our house, so he walks to work, and anyways, I was out for my walk. He was walking to work, so he was texting me, and he was like, oh my gosh, it is so nice outside. It was like, I feel like it was just winter, and then all of a sudden, it's like summer weather here where I live, so anyways, it is so nice. It is so welcome. And yeah, I am absolutely loving it. And maybe before we get into today's episode, because I do have a good one planned for you today, I feel like they're, I try to make them all really good for you and enjoyable, but I am excited for this one in particular today. But maybe before we get in, I just want to talk about a few things first. So number one is some updates and thank yous in regards to my last podcast episode and just like my surgery. So thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone who reached out after last week's episode all about my emergency surgery. As of right now, I am just over two weeks post-op and I am feeling fantastic. Now, I feel super great, but I know that my body is still healing. You know, it's one of those situations where I feel like, you know, I'm going to feel so much better, like I'm going to physically feel really better than what's actually like happening inside. You know, there's a lot of healing left to do, but I feel like I haven't had surgery like that is how good I feel which I'm super grateful for and honestly like all of my since we chatted last all of the tapes that were covering my incisions have fallen off and so I've clearly looked at all of my incisions now and like I said in last episode one is in my belly button and then there's three other ones And honestly, I thought like the way that they were looking through the tapes, it looked like they were like one, at least it looked like I had one really large incision and they are all extremely small. Um, I took a picture of my stomach and posted it on Instagram and it looks like I have three little scratches on my abdomen. Like it does not look like I had this surgery to remove a cantaloupe sized cyst 
(laughs) from my pelvis. It is mind blowing and the body is absolutely phenomenal. It's so crazy how quickly we can heal when we give ourselves exactly what we need to give ourselves. And I was really focusing on rest and my recovery ever since having surgery. And I know that's really like helped me to get to where I am today and just feeling as good as I do today. But like I said before, I'm feeling way better than I know what's like going on inside, right? Like I have a lot more recovery to do. So even though I feel like I can just go back to normal living and my normal routine and things like that, I am still not cleared to lift over 10 pounds. So as of this weekend, when I hit the two-week mark of post-op, I am now allowed to get back into working out. And as you all know, I really love like lifting weights. I love strength training. And the surgeon, the doctor who did my surgery, she was like, I know you probably work out and you lift a lot heavier than like five to 10 pounds, which is true. But she's like, from two weeks post-op until you reach the four-week mark, I want you to like stick to five to 10 pound dumbbells. So I totally get it. Like I said, I feel so good. Like I can totally get back to things, but that is not what I'm going to do. I am going to go slower than what I feel like I can do and obviously follow doctor's orders. So I actually did my first workout this weekend because I slept a solid nine hours. I was feeling so good and I did get like the green light to go ahead and do some light workouts from the surgeon. And so I did a workout this weekend and it felt so good. And so I did another one today, still feeling great and just using the light weights, but it will be a very, very exciting day, like two weeks from now when I can get back kind of to my regular workouts. But anyways, that's kind of an update surgery wise. And then now that we're in a new month, I am one month closer, kind of, we are closer to my wedding date, which I'm super excited about. Um, I haven't talked much about the wedding here on the podcast yet, but I thought I would just a little bit. And Scott, my fiance, he got his suit in yesterday. It arrived. He ordered it online and it would, it's darker. So he went like, I wanted him to wear a brown suit, which he was totally into, but he ended up getting a much darker brown than I originally was kind of thinking in my head, but oh my gosh, it is so dreamy. I love it. I'm obsessed with it and it just looks so fine. It's so great and it just makes me really excited for wedding day. It's all coming together and this month I definitely need to like crack down on decor and table settings and all that sort of stuff and some exciting things are happening this month as well. I have my hair trial and my first dress fitting so 
things are definitely getting real around here as far as like wedding planning goes and we are just under like four months away which is so wild so anyways I think that is all of the updates I have for you about kind of like just fun behind the scenes stuff happening in my life but like I said today I really do want to talk about this topic and the topic is so many of the clients that I work with first initially come to me feeling as though they live so much in their mind and one of their goals in working with me is to start becoming more embodied and living not so much from the mind but feeling into their body and getting a sense of what it is that their body is actually asking for or needing or how their body even just feels and so many of the clients I work with initially feel like they don't even know how their body feels because they're just so up in their mind all of the time and I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this because you know out of the one-on-one clients that I'm working with right now you know all of them kind of are saying similar things when we first start working together so I know that just you listening you know you can probably relate to the feeling of always being in your mind and I know I was one of these people too in the past I felt like I really didn't know what it was that my body was needing Um, at one point in my life I have a very vivid memory I think I shared this on the podcast before but this was kind of at the very beginning of my journey of really leaving my eating disorder behind and really tapping into like what my body needed like nutritionally and I remember like the day where I was like okay I'm just gonna eat I'm not going to like track my food anymore or follow a meal plan anymore and I remember grabbing a plate and like looking at the plate and I literally just did not even know what to put on my plate I was so lost I just I had no connection to what my body actually wanted or needed or was asking me for because I was so in my head and I just thought my way through everything and that wasn't how I wanted to live my life anymore and I know so many of you like I said really do want to start coming down from being in your mind all the time and into your body and that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today is kind of how do you even do that like what's that process like and I will start by saying this is a slow process because when we are doing something whether that's like living in your mind for an example or if you're constantly go 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 which I'm pretty sure I'll probably record a future podcast episode on that but when we're constantly doing one thing the same way all the time when we go to change that we can't just make this drastic leap or this drastic change because that is going to feel really big and probably quite overwhelming for the nervous system. So 
if you've ever tried to make a really drastic change in your life before and you just kind of hopped from point A all the way to point B because you thought like, okay, I'm just going to maybe rip the band-aid off and <laughs> jump from here all the way over to there. And then it didn't like, quote unquote, stick. And you just went back to like, and I say this in air quotes, but like your own way, old ways, right? So you tried something, you kind of ripped the band-aid off and, or you white knuckled your way through it. But then in the end, you just kind of went back to your old ways. That's a really great sign that whatever you did when you went from that A to B, that was probably a lot for your nervous system, maybe too much, too fast for your nervous system. And you weren't able to like quite handle that change. And so what we do and my approach with clients and when we're talking about being more in your body or living more in your body or even having more of a relationship with your body rather than constantly living in your mind, we do really want to make this transition or this journey a slow one. We want to take these slow, small steps. And so that's kind of where we're going to start when we talk about this concept of moving into being in relationship with your body versus just constantly living in your mind. Now, when we have a relationship with our body and when we're not constantly living in our mind, we're actually going to have a sense of what our body needs and wants and desires and is asking for on a moment-to-moment basis. And so today, I'm going to actually share with you some really basic starting points for you to take away to start creating this relationship with your body because that's really where we need to start here. Um, Aside from taking these slow steps, when it comes to starting to be living in our body or even like living neck down, so to speak, how we do that is by creating this relationship with our body and taking no in even like the most basic, subtle ways of what our body is asking for from us on a moment to moment basis. And if we're not already doing this, we can't just expect ourselves to jump into this and know exactly what our body needs. And so it is really helpful to actually start with these kind of like more basic or obvious things. But as I walk you through them, you might be like, oh, wow, that is really basic and obvious, but I actually don't even do that. So it is noticing what our body is actually needing. And so let's start together with just some things that you can actually start noticing now as you're listening to this episode. So first off, I want you to notice how you feel in your body right now if you're sitting on a chair. And if you're not sitting, maybe just take a moment to sit down and just be with me here for a moment. 
And so as you're seated on a chair and as I'm recording this episode with you, like I am actually going to be doing this right alongside with you. So I'm seated in a chair right now. And as you're seated alongside me, I want you to notice just how comfortable you are. Maybe noticing your posture or just your comfort level in general. And I'm wondering if your body is asking to make any sort of adjustments to access just a little bit more comfort or a little bit more ease in your body right now. So maybe you notice that, oh, wow, yeah, my neck needs to just like be supported a little bit. So you lean back or maybe once you bring your awareness to your posture, you notice that there's something in your back that's just not feeling that right. So you make an adjustment there. Or maybe you notice that you're not comfortable at all. So you get up and move somewhere else or you make those necessary adjustments to access a little bit more comfort. And what we did right there was just bringing our awareness to something about our body. So awareness to that level of comfort. And as you can see, if we're in our mind and we're constantly like thinking and just on autopilot in our minds, we're not noticing these really subtle things. Now, after we've done that, I also want you to bring your awareness to the temperature around you. So maybe you're inside and I want you to notice if you're chilled. Maybe you need an extra sweater on or maybe a little blanket or a throw around your shoulders or over top of your legs. Or maybe you don't have socks on and your feet are cold and you need some socks or some slippers on. Or maybe you're too warm and you have too many layers on and you need to shred some layers. So just bringing your awareness to your level of comfort and what it is that you need to do to support your body right now if it's feeling too warm or too cold and supporting it in the way that it needs to be supported right now, tending to it right now. Next, we're going to notice the level of thirst that you have. And this is a common one that a lot of people notice that they're actually thirsty and they don't actually just get up and go get something to drink. So I'm actually feeling thirsty right now and I have a mug of tea beside me. So I'm going to take a sip (laughs) and I welcome you to do the same As you notice your level of thirst and if your body is asking for something to drink. So that's just one of the other ways to create a relationship with your body and bring awareness to what it is asking for during the day. 
another basic need that our body is going to communicate with us during the day and many many of us kind of push it aside and kind of stretch how long we can make it without doing this is going to the washroom so if we have maybe this urge or we just notice the sensation of needing to go to the washroom we might hold it for a couple minutes or longer. And this is another area where I want you to start to be in relationship with your body and noticing your body's needs and honoring them when you notice them arrive. So even pausing today's episode and going to the washroom and relieving yourself if that's what your body is asking for right now rather than pushing it off for another few minutes. The last one I'm going to talk about is honoring your hunger. Now I know and I want to acknowledge that for many people, especially those of you listening to this podcast episode because I know so many of you have had histories as I have had um, with food and body image and things like that. But honoring our hunger is another one of these needs that we do to be in relationship with our body. So when we're noticing that we're hungry and we push that off and we wait and we wait and we wait longer than what our body is asking for that's living in the mind and not honoring or being in relationship with your body. So those are some of the practices that I'm going to invite you to do this week that are going to help you and support you in being in relationship with your body and living more in your body than in the mind. And when we can start by honoring these basic needs and being in relationship with our body in this way, that starts the process of not being in the mind all the time and starting to live in the body. So this is a great place to start. And as I said, this is something, you know, this is just one of the ways that um, I help my clients, but this is a topic that comes up a lot when working with my clients, wanting to, or the goal of being more in relationship with the body versus always living in the mind. So if this is something that resonates with you and you are also wanting to create more of a relationship with your body so you can be more embodied and living within your body, I invite you to reach out to me. I am currently accepting one-on-one clients. And so if the work that I do through the somatic and parts work lens speaks to you, if you've ever listened to a podcast episode before and you thought, huh, I really like the work that Meg does and I'd like to work with her. Just know that 
my arms and doors are open and I would love to schedule a discovery call with you. And so I have everything linked up for you in the show notes and feel free to just reach out and we can schedule a discovery call meet up and chat about next steps and what that would look like working together. So thank you so much for joining me back here again this week. I always love our Wednesdays together. So thank you. And I will be back next week with a brand new episode. 